It can't all be perfect. Mm. Pobody's po- nerfect. Pobody's nerfect. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Who is nerfect? <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even think Jesus was right. nerfect, personally. <laughs> uh, we good? <laughs> now we're good. Yeah. Okay. And a three. A two. Mighty Ducks. Welcome to Buena Vista. This is a live episode. I am Ben, and I am here in a Hieronymus Bosch painting. With me, the... Well, fuck. God damn. <laughs> Couldn't even get through the first sentence. With me is a small nude man <laughs> who is shoving a fish up his ass. It's Theo. <laughs> Hi, Theo. Hey. How you going? Yeah, good. Can I uh, let you in on a little secret? And I'd love sure. to continue this intro like we can sort of take up a character in it and then talk it through, sort of act it out. But first, I want to pull back the curtain a little if I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, is nice. that earlier today I said I was going to write an intro for this um, yeah. and then I forgot to and so just then when I went to take a piss uh, I wrote it in my notes app on the phone but I didn't I was trying to make a decision whether uh, I would take the time to look up whether the name of the painting I was thinking of is the Garden of Earthly Delights or not mm-hmm. yeah I mean there's a strong chance that it is I think that it is but I, I didn't double yeah. check that he only did one painting right Sorry, I haven't no, introduced I you yet. So a you bunch can... of them, right? Yeah. I think you know. just did one. Mm, okay. I'm pretty sure I just did one. Okay. Well, it's a, it's a triptych, so it's actually three yeah. paintings. So at a bare minimum, we know that he did three. Yeah. But and I'm one of them of... has me shoving some sort of carp yeah. headfirst into yes. my arsehole. Y- headfirst? A... Yeah. <laughs> well, you okay. wouldn't want to go tail first. Interesting no. choice. Yeah. yeah. Also, You may, me... may think that's strange, but it also needs to be interpreted through the lens of historical metaphor. Yeah, and what was that a metaphor for? Sure. Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep, the sin of envy, etc. Yeah, yeah so envious true. of the man next door with a carp up his ass. He got it in tail first. You couldn't <laughs> figure out how to do that. Yeah, God damn it. God. Do you see the tail over? He's born with a better hole. Yeah. He's born with a better... That's all I just have to tell myself. Better hole, some men's holes are... Better than others. Yeah, built different. But some yeah. assholes get better fish. That's so true. Mm. Teach a man's asshole to fish. (laughs) So on and so forth. Also with me is a small nude man who's playing a trumpet. (laughs) And also the trumpet is up his ass. It's Lucy. Hi, Lucy. (laughs) They're not... uh, Interesting that there are no women in this this picture. It's a very old picture. Yeah. Does this pass the uh, (laughs) Bechdel test? There were less women in the past as well. Yeah, well, well, they didn't quite know how to draw them like you know like they draw um medieval cats sort of like from memory <laughs> yeah. they like giant yeah. tail look if you're drawing like a a whole lot of nude people and you've not been allowed to see a nude woman for your entire life you'd stick that's to what true. you know you're kind of got to take some liberties yeah. Yeah. yeah you can just look in the mirror and be like so that's what my penis would look like if just behind it a fish was being inserted into my ass <laughs> So, sorry, what was I inserting into my asshole? <laughs> sorry, well, no, it's already in there. You're playing a trumpet mm. and the trumpet is inside, uh, it's in your, um, it's in your butthole. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. You wouldn't want to remove it because that would ruin the embouchure. Is she blowing into yeah. the trumpet or like with blowing out of the trumpet? Well, no, I think, 
it seems self-explanatory that you... Just enjoy the mystery. You're fighting into the trumpet to play the trumpet. Yeah, okay. I don't want to... You know, I'm (laughs) going to peel back the curtain one more time. Um, (laughs) So, my apartment is on the bottom floor of my uh, apartment block. It's also on the front of the apartment block. So, everyone has to walk past the window that I'm right next to right now um, to get into their apartments. And several people have moved in over the last weekend. And two people, right as I was saying butthole trumpets etc were very clearly someone's parents were just walking past and do like a here's a gift basket congratulations on moving in <laughs> i also left the window open because it's quite hot in here you're right above the butthole man oh, that, man. i have to we'll find living? out at some stage don't we? yeah i guess you live near uh, a podcaster it's <laughs> the first thing that they find out because i'm always here uh moving also the with podcasting me, ghetto it's the worst also with me is a small nude man who's playing a fish like a trumpet and the fish is up his ass. It's Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey. It's easy. Like, if you go in the right direction with the scales, real easy to get it going in. Mm. Yeah. But if you're trying to pull it back out. Are you applying- it saves time if you intend on eating the fish afterwards. Mm. Pre-scaled. Well, I, I, would, I would scale Yeah, scale the fish. Oh, you're saying, um, you're yeah. saying scale the fish before I put it up my ass, right? No, no, no I'm saying it will scale itself when you take it out, scale once you're itself, done playing yeah. it like a trumpet. Yeah. 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 Oh. I mean, mine will come out just skeleton, like a cat has eaten it. <laughs> yeah. There's probably a like joke Sylvester to be made the there cat about scales, you know, like because you're playing a trumpet and there's a fish oh. there. And if you at home yeah, feel like assembling one. that if joke you got yourself. It, assemble yeah. it in yeah. your head. Don't write into us. No, yeah. certainly don't drop it in the chat. Definitely. Don't write into us about that. Um, but sometimes it is appropriate to write into us. Like if you had a question for our resident relationships doctor, Dr. Lucy. Oh, that was good. If you find that you are having a little relationship trouble, just to pick up your telephone and dial it on the double. You call 1 800 317 now you're paging Dr. Lucy. Beautiful. Nice. <sighs> yep, every every single goddamn time. Uh, so this is, of course, the segment where... Sorry, I'm explaining this just in case this is the first time you've ever listened to the podcast. <laughs> watching a live episode of it on Twitch on a <laughs> Saturday night. Which would be a psycho thing to do. Yeah, that'd be yep. insane. Um, this is where we take uh, other people's relationship questions that they have not asked us, and then we put them to Lucy, who is an expert on all things love, sex, and dating. That is um, so true of me. This is a post from the subreddit uh, Child Free, uh, which is, of oh, course, where people fantastic. talk about how they hate kids, and that that's very cool. <laughs> oh, you mean crotch spawn. Oh, they do love saying that, don't they? <laughs> uh, the title of this post is, Kids at Asda Riding Bikes Up and Down Escalator. <laughs> Escalator. Is that a British thing, Asda? It's yeah, it's a supermarket in the UK, Asda, okay. I believe. Uh, the post reads as follows: It's a short one, so um, yeah, here we go. The title need I say more? They're treating Escalator near main door like a bloody playground. <laughs> I saw a man with a walkie-talkie clocking them. His face was the resigned look of someone thinking, "Why me?" He knows he's going to get abuse no matter what he says to them. Why do some kids have no respect? Lucy? <laughs> the, the, why do some kids have... That's how you raise them, Ben. You know, it's, a, it's about parenting. Yeah. Yeah. It's I actually, about uh, discipline and respect. 
I think all kids are bad because I'm one of the child-free people. I'm yeah. sick of your crotch spawn breeders. Mm. Yeah, mm. that is so true. Uh, there's a couple of breeders right here in the room with us, you know? Sorry. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. help myself. Yeah, I'm sure you couldn't even. Yeah. Are your kids riding the es- the escalator at Asda? No, es- God, I wish that's why I had a kid. I was never cool enough to ride the escalator at Asda. I don't know why that was the thing that sent me over the line with this, but <laughs> the fact that he spelled it as escalator twice is just a really <laughs> nice touch. The, the, I was reading a lot of child-free posts today, and yeah, how do you feel? Like, you do that on your own time. Yeah, I well, no, my, none of my time is my own time because. I'm paid by the, the podcast and I have no delineation between work and life. Sure. Mm. Uh, the, there's like a thing in there where I get ideologically where they come from, obviously, is they, they, they feel marginalized because they think society has an expectation that you need to have children. Um, and they think that's unfair and they think there's a lot of social pressure and they don't like that. So they've banded together so they can commiserate. But also they do stuff like this where they go to the shops and they're like, oh, I saw a kid doing an annoying thing. Yeah. They're just getting it, so mad yeah, about I it. I asked the security guard to shoot him with his gun. Yeah. And he and looked at me sh- in a way that said, I agree with you and you are right. And boy, yeah. I wish I could shoot them with this gun. Yeah. And you're definitely not reading too much into what the security guard's facial expression meant. Yeah. There is there is a lot of reading too much into things in that subreddit. <laughs> there is yeah. a great deal of... Well, like, what else um, are they going to do with their time? Having <laughs> no children. <laughs> I'm, I've watched every streaming show that's been released in the last 10 years. Nothing else to think about, I guess, except for what my auntie said to me on Facebook the other day, you know? Yeah. That it does bitch. sound like they're having a pretty good time, though. Riding bikes up and down an escalator, yeah. Escalator, that sounds really sorry. fun, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it sounds badass. Yeah. I mean, those kids are, like, almost certainly happier than these people are. Mm. Yeah, 100%. They're living a more fulfilled life. Someone, need, someone needs to asbo those kids at Asda. They absolutely need to asbo those <laughs> Asda children. Yeah, asboed at Asda. Uh, they that is Asda is a is that a British supermarket? What is Asda? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't I, because I've I now read thousands of articles uh, from the, from the shitty news. tabloids. Yeah, I'm starting to get very. You know, you got your Tesco's, you got your Poundland, Pound World. This is supermarket sorry? that's just called Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> I'm. I think now that I've said that out loud, that sounds insane. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's true. Uh, yes, Iceland. It's a UK supermarket that began oh. business in 1970. You oh, can't go to just... no Poundland. Uh, <laughs> I would gonna... love to go to Poundland. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, can you take me to Poundland today? I can take you to Poundtown. Yep. I don't think I can go all the way to Poundland. Yeah, no. that's a commitment I'm not really quite willing to make yet. Poundland is a series of pound towns. Sorry, Poundland is a series of pound towns, <laughs> right? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Iceland is a British supermarket chain that has an emphasis on the sale of frozen foods. Oh, um, I get it. Even then. Yeah, it's just it's weird. It's all coming together for me. Going to be a you- grocer called Greenland, huh? I'm going to Croatia. <laughs> <The supermarket. laughs> Does anyone need anything? From Kazakhstan. <laughs> every supermarket just named after. In fairness, um, every every Asian grocery store, I just call Asian grocery store. I do not... I, I just not, say grocery short just... store. That's me, though. Yeah? I don't see race. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, um, How do you know where to get your delicious um, frozen hot pot treats? You know? Yeah, I went I went Not out your way the other day to go to Australia's largest Asian supermarket. It just opened near you. See, it oh. doesn't have a name. It's Ooh. just called Australia's largest <laughs> Asian food supermarket. What is it? Where is it? No, it's called Fresco, which is a chain of uh, Asian grocers in Australia. Fresco mm. is an absolutely baffling name. Yeah, terrible, <laughs> terrible name. Yep. It's confusing. You'd think that would be an Italian grocer. Yeah. Hmm. It yeah. sells paintings. Uh, it's in... Uh, it- <laughs> <laughs> it's in Runcorn. Uh, oh. No, Callumvale. Sorry, Callumvale. Uh, mm. But just it's a little further. Well, yeah, but, but I, yeah, I think of you because I have to take the Clump Road exit, and instead of uh, going left, you go straight through under the underpass, and yeah. then you follow that into Sunnybank. Obviously, you could, yeah. you could go left and sort of stop, stop via my place, pick up I, a, I thought pick up about a little it. bit of wood supply. I mean, I was, I definitely, I should I just detail. The entire way to get to your house? No, on no, the, that's the fine. live stream, or do you mm. want to sort of? Because uh, you want to take that clump road area exit, there, yeah, and then you can follow that for a fair while. Yeah, along Dawson Road. Yeah, and then you've got the um, there's that big intersection. There's a weird apartment block on the corner. You turn left. Yeah, that you one. drive past the um, the house that's on the latest album cover for um, Violent Soho. For Violent Everything Soho. is a okay. Yeah. 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 You go past the apartment block with the uh, podcaster in the basement talking about <laughs> buttholes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, if you've seen that, you are well and truly lost. <laughs> if you can see the podcaster who's talking about buttholes, the bitch fell off. <laughs> 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 this is, of course, uh, some very Brisbane-specific chat. Uh, yeah, got and a little sometimes... forex there, do you? Theo? Speaking maybe of I do. Maybe I it's bought a, a fucking thirty of them, thirty yeah. pack from the. It's fine. It's a it's very drinkable beer. Get yourself a little cube of Forex, did you? Got, my, got myself a cube. A cube? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can fit 16 of them in the little top drawer in my fridge. Yeah, yeah. I'm still not entirely comfortable with the top drawer in your fridge. Uh, I appreciate what its purpose is and how it deploys beers to you, but it makes me kind of uncomfortable. It, 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 what do you mean top drawer? So I've got like a... Yeah. So above the like top shelf, there's a drawer at the top and mm-hmm. you can put beer in there. And then there's a drawer in the middle of it. So when it's all closed up, you just pull the drawer out and it deploys two beers. It's like a machine gun oh. belt feed. Yes. Sort Do you of, get that installed? Beers. That sounds Do you, pretty good. Are you asking it's if it's aftermarket? Right? Can, can I get an aftermarket <laughs> beer belt <laughs> feeder for my fridge? Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. I don't like that it's moving them around. And I also don't like that it's telling me which beer to have next. Oh, you can Ooh. set that up. So You could a have nice a little, little lucky dip in there. Ooh, I, I wanna, that sounds like a real treat. Hmm, I don't know about that. You, ben, Ben, you sound uh, very picky for the man who was just <laughs> explaining to us that he is currently drinking a can of beer with no identification on it like whatsoever. Like a clean skin beer? Yeah. Show us, yes. show the people show the beer. Us the beer. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> I know. Gee, what if, what if you mm. didn't know exactly which beer you were getting next out of your fridge? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, that's also, I'm sure your 440 mil cans wouldn't yeah. go in that drawer anyway. No, I think they might, actually. It goes back a little bit. I have one beer in my fridge. That is 4X. Anyway, Ben, it sounded like you were on your way to... (laughs) I'm so sorry. I I was lighting up a beautiful segue I'm always interrupting you men. Um, Hey, you remember five minutes ago when we were talking about (laughs) Brisbane stuff? Yeah. (laughs) That sure is some regional bullshit. It's time for everyone's favourite segment, Regional Bullshit. Okay, I had a little bit of trouble editing this one down. Here we go. <laughs> you have to bear with me for a minute. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I've heard that you guys have a special kind of food. 
a chop suey burger <laughs> or maybe a disgusting kind of stew <laughs> and that makes you special the tourists they just won't believe their eyes yes you are special no one's ever seen a pineapple that size Regional bullshit Every little town has got their own bullshit Regional bullshit Every little town has just got to have it Well I heard This is where somebody famous died I read a sign that said that you guys, you once saw Princess die. <laughs> and that makes you special. They say Yahoo Serious came and stood right here. It was so special when Rhonda Birchmar bought a round of beer. Oh, yeah. Regional bullshit Every little town has got their own bullshit Regional bullshit Every little town has just got to have it And we have A blue ribbon award winning pie Big dog on a Tucker box, no lie. Ned Kelly hit out here, what a guy. This is a yep. regional bullshit. Haunting. Every time that theme comes up. Oh. <laughs> and my understanding is, and this is just my recollection, I could be wrong. I asked are, you, are you yesterday are you if back it would be right? possible to get a theme for that segment. Yeah. That was less than 24 hours ago. So when you were with your wife, yep. <laughs> you're like, not now, babe. Uh, not now, babe. I'm writing a song. <laughs> she said to me today, because uh, I always make her listen to them first. Oh, uh, cool. She yeah. always gets the debut, um, and she said to me today, "Maybe you should just write a real song." And, uh, yeah. and I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" I was no. like, "About, about no. what? What am I going to write a song about?" <laughs> you know, you could write a song called "Very Nice Wife." Hmm. You could about someone else. <laughs> no, about, <laughs> someone's, about someone's wife. I we heard about a wife. Wife of the show. Uh, this is, of course, the segment where we talk about um, odd regional curiosities. It's not necessarily food-specific, but I realise that the, the brief I gave you was um, very vague. Uh, but we are going to use it to talk about food this week, um, which we have done before about American regional foods. Because America, for whatever reason, seems to sustain uh, regional cuisine much better than Australia does. Uh, mm-hmm. And I thought, we, we've spoken before about Cincinnati chili. I think we've spoken about Cincinnati chili somewhere between Probably five and times. 20 times. <laughs> and every time I forget that we've spoken about it and then someone's like, you've definitely talked about that on the podcast before. 
please duck duck go images cincinnati chili if you've never done that before and then look up the ingredients of the chili as well uh i what kicked this off for me um was seeing this week on twitter which i think a bunch of people might have seen uh is altoona style pizza it's from altoona altoona pennsylvania it's like altona but with another o it's kind of like daytona Yes, but there's a D at the start, mm, the Y is an L, and there's an extra O in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's seamless. Those are the primary differences. Let me read uh, the description of Altoona Style Pizza. If you could uh, withhold from Googling it uh, until I finish describing it, please. Uh, Altoona Style Pizza is a distinct type of pizza created in the city of Altoona, Pennsylvania by the Altoona Hotel. The definitive characteristics of Altoona-style pizza are a Sicilian-style pizza dough, tomato sauce, sliced green bell peppers, salami topped with American cheese, and pizzas cut into squares instead of wedges. Uh, Altoona-style mm-hmm. pizza originated at the Altoona Hotel, which was noted as serving a, quote, unique pizza in 1996 by the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Following the destruction of the hotel in 2013 by fire, other local restaurants began serving Altoona-style pizza. Now... Hold on. Yes. Okay. uh, Yes, Andrew. Now, besides the image of this pizza and having to look at it and comprehend it... I've uh, just now realised I did put that image in the chat, so I couldn't really hide it from you. I already saw it. I didn't want to mention it, but I saw it. I already saw it. Um, Thank you. (laughs) So, apart from having to see it and and take that in in my eyes, um, my next problem with it is it really looks like something that maybe someone started making like in the 40s. Yeah. You know, when most yeah. of the people in the town uh, didn't know what Italy was. and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Instead, they're like, first written up in 1996. Yes, that is right. That is uh, 26 years ago by my maths. That's... Theo, it sounds great. Confirm that? Sure. Now... Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> So this is a it's the kind of an audio medium. Uh, we <laughs> have no way of sharing delicious. images in this. Uh, you might we, have noticed we that do, I, but I'm not going to do it. How about that? Yeah, that that would be taking the piss of the whole thing. Um, you might have noticed in the description that I, I said that it was topped with American cheese very last. So the cheese is going on top. You're not doing your your tomato paste and then your cheese and then your ingredients. And that is, is a slice of American cheese. It is a full square of American cheese laid flat over all of the ingredients, thus obscuring them from sight. You can tell yeah. that there is a, uh, as an American would call it, a green bell pepper there or a green capsicum. Yeah, it's perhaps. cut into like rings. Yes, and then can covered I, can with I say the something, cheese. Can I say something controversial? No, oh, go on. I wish that you would. I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> Interesting. I'm ambivalent on the matter. <laughs> I only tell oh, lies. Boy. You guys are all three of you doing the hear no evil, see no evil mm-hmm. thing at the That's moment. Right. Um, I prefer saying I I I like the mouthfeel of saying peppers over capsicum. I don't really I like saying capsicum that much. I agree. I'm done Who with saying capsicum. Who taught you to be capsicum? ashamed of your cum? Hmm. You know, like how. You know, people, there was that backlash against the backlash, yeah. the word moist, where they were like... Unlearn it. Who taught you to be um, ashamed of your vagina? Mm. I'm asking you... I think what? my parents. Is there a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Finn. Comedic timing. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> uh, but also, just, just for the um, viewers and listeners at home, um, if you are not American... It is really that like craft craft Tons single style craft single style plastic cheese 
you know, the kind where once it's been sort of melted in the oven or under the grill or whatever, uh, if you were to immediately take a bite of it, it will fuse itself onto the roof of your mouth. Um, like you were wearing a polyester nightgown and were in a yeah. house fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really it's really stuck to the ingredients too, sort mm. of like mm. conforming to their shape, like a, a too small <laughs> condom pulled over this entire pizza. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so relatable. Yeah, that's a problem I've had constantly throughout my life. What's all these tiny condoms? <laughs> I think, sorry, Theo, Don't just to make sure them. that you're absolutely, I, I mean, it's obviously not a problem for you that you're a father. Um, the yeah. condom should conform to the shape of your penis. <laughs> Regardless. Is, is that you so? Should, you shouldn't have any excess. Sort I, of, like, I like I a condom like a little, with a little breathing like a little room. Baggy. A relaxed fit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Relaxed fit. I like, otherwise, my, my dick's going to get all clammy and nobody likes that. You Letting know? the dick breathe. <laughs> So important. So important. <laughs> uh, can I can I introduce another food item to you? Please. Yes. Would that be all right? Um, now, when I say to you, and now hopefully you've not read the notes in advance, because uh, oh, I, I would hate well, for I'll that. Stop I did, but then I, I forgot never. what they were. Okay, interesting. Um, if I said the words "city chicken" to you, what do you think? Think of that episode of South Park. It's very racist. Haven't yeah. seen it. Mm-hmm. Lucy, mm. you think of the same thing. I am thinking the same thing. I'm Excellent. putting a chicken in a little, in a little businessman suit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm thinking Bus. chicken in high heels. Maybe so, like a nice oh. coat. Maybe like yeah, She's kind of nice with it a bit. Okay. Can I, Obvious, obviously she's that, from a small that's, town. That suggests the existence of country chicken. That's all Country chicken, chicken oh, has the straw hat. He's got a yeah. big piece of wheat out but of his sometimes beak. They, but sometimes they get like a little uh, too good for their, for their hometown. They go become a, a lawyer. In yeah. a sort of big town, yeah, Arkansas a city sort of thing. The um, chicken lawyer from Futurama. I say, yeah. I say, I say, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Let me, my bad. Let me ask that question to you again. <laughs> I say sure. the word city Give chicken. Give another go. Um, what sort of foods do you think of? Chicken, right. I think, mostly. Uh, maybe like a, a, a piece of chicken uh, with like grated um, rubber from a tire over the top of it. <laughs> yeah. City chicken, huh? Some gravel in it. Hmm. Okay, I'm Rat. just going to read this I'm out. I'm thinking to you. like a burger. I'm thinking chicken burger. Let's just say because if you're a if you're a fast moving businessman, you got no time for, yeah. you know, yeah, etc. Burger, yeah, chicken burger. sandwich. Okay, the key thing is here that you are you're thinking of ways of preparing chicken, and that's fantastic. City mm-hmm. chicken is an American entree, uh, and that's an American way of saying main meal. Main uh, meal. Uh, Consisting of (laughs) cubes of meat, which have been placed on a wooden skewer, approximately four to five inches long, then fried and or baked. Depending on the recipe, they may be breaded. Despite the name of the dish, city chicken almost never contains chicken. Wow. Wow. Come on. Mm -hmm. Pretty crazy. What is it What do we got in there? Well, let me continue. Please. Uh, The first references (laughs) to city chicken appeared in newspapers and cookbooks just prior to and during the Depression era in a few cities such as Pittsburgh. City chicken typically has cooks using meat scraps to fashion a makeshift drumstick from them. Sometimes cooks would grind the meat and use a drumstick-shaped mold to form the ground meat around a skewer. So it is rash. Mm. It is I've, quite possibly rash. Yeah, it's I don't feel like we've gotten closer everything. to... Okay. Imagine that uh, you wanted to create new life and you were a scientist by the name of Dr. Frankenstein. Mm. You wanted um, to create a meat chimera. 
So you you brought a bunch of different chunks of things together and you put them into the shape of a person. But suppose that you were poor because it was the depression and you wanted a chicken drumstick, but all you had were pig snouts and cow butt holes Mm. and a mould in the shape of a chicken drumstick. Country girls make do. City chickens make do. City girls make do. (laughs) (laughs) I um, I have a... I have a uh, a pie book, the the Who's cool. Your Mama book of pie. Uh, that's like you saying a, Who's Your like someone yeah. from Indiana? Yes. Yeah. So it's from a it's from a famous pie shop there. I've got a lot of good good uh, pie baking tips, but they also have a bunch of recipes for like Depression era pies. Mm. Um, and so they're all like, hey, if you don't have anything, <laughs> or like you have a single ingredient, um, you can turn it into things. There's like vinegar pie. Um, there's a couple of other things, but I'm also just looking at a recipe now for a recipe from the Great Depression for water pie. Yeah. Oh, come on now. For which the main ingredient for the filling is water. And, uh, so you take a, a, a pie crust, like you, um, you, whatever, whatever, oh my God. I can't remember the term for baking a pie crust before you put the filling you, in it. You par break it. Yeah. You, you don't par break it. That's you wrong. par bake. You pra. You. <laughs> I I also can't remember. Blind Stone break it. Blind bake. Blind bake. Blind bake. This is a worst it. podcast. Good night, everybody. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Figured it out. Uh, so basically, you fill you fill the empty pie crust with water, and then you just like pour a mixture of flour and sugar and some pats of butter into it and cook it and it just solidifies into a filling. <laughs> hey, can I just Might say that uh, my depression era pies, uh, uh, every pie I ever had at a pie face. Right? <laughs> <laughs> How many pies have you had at a pie face? I have had so many pie face pies. I've been depressed for a large yeah. portion of and my they, life. They never, get any, they never get any better either. Hmm. No, I had a good... Not even um, the smiley faces on them can cheer me up. <laughs> Speaking of original bullshit, I was, um, I was at a bakery in a country town recently and I had a pie and it was good. Uh, mm. I had like a, like a steak and mushroom pie or whatever, you know. Pastry was good. The steak was actually steak, like or beef or whatever, you know. Um, I just had a bunch of experiences in a row where you go to a bakery in a small town that is purported to be the good bakery the in that town mm-hmm. and they're like, check out our, our ribbons that we have won at, at local fairs for our pies or whatever and you eat the pie and it's a piece of shit. It might as well be a fucking 420 pie. Yeah, It's, it's like always easy. bullshit unless they're talking about Fernvale Bakery. Check out Fernvale Bakery in Fernvale, Queensland. Okay. You know, Over a hundred kinds I would have of been pie. doing that. I would have been doing that last weekend, if not for the novel coronavirus. Hey, uh, yeah. people keep calling it the novel coronavirus. Mm. Little throwback, little callback to an episode that neither of you were on. I have another mm. one here. Uh, <laughs> another callback. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the steamed cheeseburger. Now we're talking. All right. A steamed cheeseburger, also referred to as a steamer. Or cheeseburg. Don't call it that. Don't, <laughs> don't, call, it, don't call it a steamer. I, I don't like either of those. A cheeseburg sounds like a sort of cheesy fatberg to me. Baby, you want a you want a steamer? Oh, God. Go ahead and get uh, a steamer. This is a hamburger that's topped with cheese uh, that is cooked via steaming and originally only served by restaurants in Central Connecticut in the United States. Despite it now being available elsewhere, it is difficult to find outside this area. 
didn't really catch on, huh? Yeah. Are we talking, are we steaming them with the bun or without the bun? I think you steam the patty individually and then you yeah. assemble the burger get, as normal. Get it nice and wet. Yeah. Get, well, that's the, they argue that it makes for a juicier patty, which uh, none of the yeah. fat would render properly, which Yeah. I, and I plus really that juice, that. I think, is just water yeah, from it being steam. very wet. <laughs> How many um, times do you reckon they've posted steamed hams in the chat right oh, now? Oh, yeah. I mean, when that episode aired and when that meme, you know, took off, it was probably a peak time for the steamed cheeseburger people. Uh, it's probably, yeah, it's probably the most steamed cheeseburgers they've ever sold. I'm going yeah. to offer a divergent opinion here. I think the steamed cheeseburger would be good. I agree. Okay. Do you want a fucking medal? Yes. Uh, there are many, many ways of cooking things. And like, think of all the, uh, think of all the delicious, that's right, Ben, that's true. many methods for cooking things. Think of all the- Anyone the... can cook. Who <laughs> 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 this laugh? Think of all the delicious things, uh, delicious meats you've had out of a steamer basket at Yumcha, you know? That is true. That's mm. true. I On the some, other hand- Very flavorsome, delicious, juicy steamed meats. Yeah. That's true. Who needs On the, the other hand, reaction? not all meats. Not all meats should be steamed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, British childhood trauma. My grandparents used to uh, boil sausages. So, like a beef sausage that yeah. you would ordinarily have. That's haunting. That's, That's haunting. Sort of just bom- it haunts me every day. Just boiled like a hot dog. Yeah. I boiled some sausages recently, but I would say... I would more classify that as I poached the sausages. If oh, you're talking yeah, about really... <laughs> Look, if you're talking about really <laughs> good sausages, right? And the I two am. the two ways you should be cooking them are either gently roasting them to a specific internal temperature uh-huh. or poaching them, right? Andrew, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, that's truly. What are you talking What are you talking about? Like a sausage. What are you, like a sausage. Everybody fuck sausages of all, up. Fuck, no, yeah. I don't. What are we talking about really good sausages? What the fuck are you These they're just ground up Rats and hog meat, whatever fell into the mincer one day. You're talking like a man out into some. You're I talking don't know. like a man who's never stuffed his own sausages. Of course, I haven't. <laughs> You're not set up to stuff sausages. I don't no. have like a ring cut and walk around a Witcher village all day going like. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Do who who Witcher? <laughs> Do who who? I'm, I'm stuffing my sausage. I. Oh, I'm going to roast this later. I do, ha- I do have a meat grinder and a sausage stuffer, which suggests that I would get they killed by the Witcher. They make them at the shop. Yeah, but yeah. they're not good. They do. You oh, put I mean, them on the barbecue. You go to the right shop. And if you go to the right shop, drink you should treat beer. their sausages with respect and either gently roast them in the oven or poach them. You're poached. Right. Right. This is not a line of conversation I feel all that compelled to continue. But for the record, <laughs> I am par-cooking my sausages by lightly half-poaching them and then I'm doing them in a frying pan or on the barbecue to get a crust on the outside. I do that also if they spend too long in the bag when I'm defrosting them in the microwave. (laughs) Again, you can just take the meat out the night before and just put it in the fridge. You don't have to defrost in the microwave. I I don't remember to. I do not remember to. I've I've had a reminder in my Google calendar for for literally like a decade that says... Uh, get meat out of the freezer and tooth mousse plus, which is me applying a dental mousse to my teeth to recalcify them. And I have not done either of those things for approximately seven years. You know what's, that uh, what's dental mousse are way bigger than people think they are. <laughs> <laughs> and way more teeth than you'd expect. Can I read the second half of this quote just for? No, first, first. Okay. Um, I was uh, I was at the zoo 
during the week, and uh, there was like a moose type. Why are you at the fucking zoo? Oh, oh wait, or is this you telling me? Canberra Zoo is so good. Is this another story from your same zoo visit? Uh, what was the what was the last story? I don't know. <laughs> Is this where you saw the monkeys with the bonus? No, that that was pretty funny. Um, that guy, this was is last, little, the other week little dick on show. No, there was a there was a, a moose type animal, you know, big antlers and stuff. Uh, was it a moose though? Didn't pay any attention to the sign, uh, but it was definitely the same same kind of size as the ones that you see in those videos mm. where people just walk up to them. Yeah. In the wild and yeah. go, yeah, it's psycho. Oh, yeah. And then it just kind of obliterates somebody's kid when it gets startled, <laughs> and they all go, "Oh no!" Who could have seen that coming with this animal that weighs as much as a Toyota Yaris? Yeah, with this fucking Miyazaki-sized forest god animal that I've started slapping in the face for a yeah. for a TikTok. Now I'm trying to imagine a dental moose. It's <laughs> terrifying. During the 2018 minor league baseball season, the Hartford Yard Goats played one home game as the Hartford Steamed Cheeseburgers. <laughs> Special one-off uniforms resembling the food item were worn by the players and made to order steamed cheeseburgers from Ted's Restaurant were available for fans to purchase. What a land. What right. a culture. Quick what round table. What are we picturing when they say <laughs> uniforms resembling the food item? Um, I'm 100%... Uh, vi- envisioning the that mascot from The Simpsons. It's just a <laughs> yeah. yep. a cheeseburger. I, and, um, that's it. Yeah, okay. Except you throw a bucket of water over each of them yeah. before they come out. Right. Yeah, it's wet. Just a wet burger. M- moist burger. <laughs> oh, this is fucking bullshit. Have you got a picture of it? It's just a, just yellow, a burger, right? yellow baseball jersey with steamed cheese. Oh, the logo is actually kind of dope. The cheeseburger has knuckles? No, it's got a bite out of it. And it's oh. steamed. There's steam coming out of it because it's a steamed cheeseburger. Yeah, the hats? Okay. Kind of dope. Kind of nice mm. with it. Okay. You can still buy them. They're in stock. $37.99 USD from the official <laughs> Hartford Yard Goats uh, store. Expensive, but worth it. Yeah, for that drizzy. Put that on my Amazon wish. What did you say? Nothing. Uh, I got one more thing here. <laughs> Uh, this is the Arizona Cheese Crisp. What cheese? The Arizona Cheese Crisp, simply Cheese Crisp in the region, uh. is an open-faced flour tortilla covered in shredded cheese. Yeah. It is placed on a metal pizza pan that has been brushed with butter or margarine and put under a broiler until it gets crisp. Um, so if let's say you're a hungry child yeah. and you've gone home from school <laughs> and you're like, what have we got? Uh, there's a packet of open wraps, mm-hmm. uh, and there's some shredded cheese. I'm going to cover that wrap in shredded cheese and I've got to melt the cheese and I'm going to eat it. That is an Arizona cheese crisp. Mm. This reminds like I, me of like, um, when I used to be on the something awful forums and there was like a thread on there. It's like, uh, ki- Food hacks or whatever, mm. and I'm like, oh, totally. Just get a get get a piece of bread and get a cheese single, and you mash that up in your fist real real tight, so the bread and the cheese single are all mashed up, and then put that on a plate in the microwave for a minute, and it is delicious. That sounds it pretty not, good. It is not. It's fucked up. It's a stupid thing to do. It's a ridiculous thing. This is this is exactly the same. This it, is just a standard poverty just, meal, you know. This is cheese on the tortilla. Good for. If you fucking run out of everything else, you've arrived home 2 a.m. drunk. Mm. Yeah. 
Let's say That's you're stoned great little. and yeah. you forgot to make dinner. And you're like, fuck, I could eat. Yeah. That's perfect. What, what have I got? Yeah. yeah. What have I got? I got, got some tortillas. I got some cheese. It does, in the, the image that we've got here, which is the photo that is in the Wikipedia article, they do appear to have used two kinds of cheese. So, yeah. they've elevated it somewhat, I guess. Ooh, that's, a, yeah, a that's elevated. Duo formaggio. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just like Renata used to make. Just going into a place saying, can I get an Arizona cheese crisp? And they go, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm seeing what double. What did you say to us? Quattro formaggio. <laughs> you get two of them and stick them together, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Well, that but that then sounds it's, terrible. Ridiculous. Then it's just an ingredientless quesadilla. quesadilla. Yeah. Yeah. Plain cheese yeah. quesadilla. Just the yeah. way I like it. No seasoning. <laughs> no nothing. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at that photo you got in there, and that is that is a pizza pan full of yellow. Yes. Yeah. A lot of shades of yellow, but all yellow. It's all nice browning there, so better than the steamed cheeseburger <laughs> yeah. in that regard. It's they like re- the JPEG is having trouble like rendering all the shades of yellow, like a mm. 1990s video game. It, it's on one of those laminate bench tops as well. Top yeah. Just straight uh, on the bench top? That is quite sort of brown and orangey and yellow flecked. Uh, isn't it great that we've got a video component to this? I'm still just describing pictures. <laughs> yeah, we could just put <laughs> that good. up on screen, but we don't have well, technology yet. Jamie, we're using that on audio later. If we're going to use the audio later, we can't just be giving out the photos for free. You know? Yeah. We should be That's like, true. your Kickstarter sucks and get a guy. You know the guy that they've got? Oh, they got a guy? What's the guy's name? Dan? Yeah. yeah I, think, I think we've got a guy and his name's Ben. Nah, I've got other shit to do, bro. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get another guy, but like as an internship. Yeah. <laughs> Unpaid. Do you want to learn how to podcast? This is the only way. <laughs> now, we've spent a lot of time just then discussing, uh, you know, the intricacies, the ins and outs of America. Let's do it again, but in a different segment. This is, Andrew, I'm speaking slowly so that you've got time. My finger's already over the button. It's fine. Yeah, it is, pal. Uh, the Great American Hall of Name. I fucking hate that. It's the Great American. Now, I learned something new this week. Um, Whoa! First time for everything, am I right, guys? <laughs> just seems unnecessarily disrespectful. Ben, ben seems quite... Thank, thanks, there. I know you've always yeah. got my back and that Louis, Lucy's ambivalent. I'm sorry uh, that I laughed. That was really disrespectful of me. Yeah, thank you. Just trying to fit in. So this is, of course, the segment where uh, we I, I try and find large lists of American names that are mostly white people. Yeah, uh, never racist. So that we can't be cancelled. Um, and then I, I find the funny ones and then I read them to you. And I've been doing this by going through, uh, oftentimes college sports teams, American college sports teams. Now, what I didn't realize until this week is that, uh, the, the colleges will have one sports team name that is the same name for all of the different sports. Oh, that's weird. So I might have inadvertently over the last two years said that I was saying the name from a college football team and it might have been a basketball team or similar. Um, I was I was in a room with friends of the show, my friend Beck, who laughed at me and called me a fucking idiot when I said I was surprised by that. So uh, if you've had a similar reaction hearing me say that, please don't. I've already had an ordeal about it. Anyway, uh, this comes from 
the roster of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, which is yep. the, and this is specifically their college football team. This is from the University of Nebraska Lincoln. I believe, I didn't write this down, but I think it's from the year 1950 through to 1978, I think. Uh, and with no further ado, I'm going to start my list off, of course, <laughs> with Jerry List. <laughs> <laughs> Who else could you even start with? <laughs> the name on everyone's lips. He's founder of BuzzFeed, right? That's right, yes. The inventor of the listicle. <laughs> Great <laughs> joke. Are you pleased that mm. came out? Yeah. There's a period there when everyone had uh, listomania. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry. Force of habit. <sighs> Tony Whiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that another Tony? Were they both Tony? No, that was Jerry List and Tony oh, Jerry, Whiny. Jerry and Tony, okay. Tony Whiny. <laughs> Bill Wingender. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. George Mink. Hmm. Okay. Frank Nappy. <laughs> Come on. George Harshman. That's oh. no good. Hate that mm. guy. Jim Little. Hmm. James Huge. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very very nice pairing there. <laughs> Guy Sap. Mm-hmm. Ed Love. Pardon? Sorry, can I just revisit Guy Sap? Yeah, Guy Sap. I feel like you put the emphasis on Sap. But it should be Guy Sap. Guy Sap. Are you intimating that that's maybe a euphemism, Lucy? It might be. For what? It might be. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Couldn't hey, tell you. Ladies come too. Hmm? Wow. Mm. You got me there. Kerry Winemaster. <laughs> it's me. It's what I call myself. <laughs> Lucy Valentine, a.k.a. Kerry Winemaster. Ron Grease. Mm. Slippery guy. You <laughs> can't pin Ron Grease down. <laughs> Gary Toogood. <laughs> Tom Rude. <laughs> what are adjectives for like what kind of person they might be? <laughs> Steve Runty. <laughs> Terry Luck. I like this guy. Trust That's a good him. name. That's a good name. Rich Sanger. <laughs> yeah. I so Re- many dudes mm-hmm. from America named Terry. Yeah, a lot of those. American guys have been there. named Terry. That's true. Mm. Randy Borg. Mm. Mm? Bloody six of nine over here. All right. Yeah, nice. I was going to see if anyone wanted to make a little little Star Trek joke. I haven't seen <laughs> it. It's just Stop for you and me, Lucy. A little treat. My bag. <laughs> little treat. Dave Shamblin. Hmm. Sure well, it's not going to get him anywhere. He's going to have to move <laughs> faster than that. <laughs> Laverne Torxon. Yep. It's a good, solid American name. Mm-hmm. Roland McDowell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of Grimace. <laughs> trying to avoid Roland legal complications. <laughs> Mick Tinglehoff. <laughs> <laughs> We order from Ron. I like to think that that's a mononym. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his first name is Steve. Steve McTinglehoff. (laughs) Ronald Pogamire. Lyle Sittler. (laughs) Langston Coleman. That's a good name. That's a good name. 
Kenny Brunk. <laughs> yeah. Buster Yannon. Buster's a nice name. Mm. Is it mm. short for something? Is it? Or like, is it a... That's like you know something that Joe Biden would call you. Hey, hey Buster. Yeah, step it off with your rude questions or whatever, Chief. Bob Lingenfelter. <laughs> I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> Cleet Pillen. Mm. Cleet. <laughs> Cleet Pillen. And of course, going out with a speed round here. Here we go. <laughs> Woody Cox. Mm -hmm. Ray Butts. <laughs> Rod Horn. <laughs> Dick McCashland. <laughs> Dick Prussia. <laughs> Sorry, Dick Prussia? That's right, Dick Prussia. <laughs> Dick Cozier. <laughs> And That's last but not least, Dick hmm? Zap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is spelled. So this might be Dick Chap. It's spelled C Z A P. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like Dick Zap. Chap. Dick, Dick Chap. Chap. Mm. Chapped my dick. And that concludes uh, the Great American oh. Hall of Name. Beautiful mm. stuff. That was nice. Thanks, Thank Ben. Thank you. Thank you. I, I try my best each and every day. Theo also tries his best. Which is mm. why we, we like to have little little segments for showcasing all of his little little thoughts and his little projects. Uh, and my favourite one is, of course, the Theo files, because that's the one that I do with you. But we're doing one with everyone, a little miniature one. Oh, I didn't well, consent to this. We're finally invited for once, Lucy. Yeah, wow. You're allowed to observe. You're not allowed to talk during this. <laughs> uh, okay. This is, of course, the Theo files. Come one, come all, and gather round, we'll tell our tales to thee. Of saints and whores and demon cores, of sights for all to see. Come ye all around the fire, and listen all the while. To tales of holes and mystery, we call the Theophiles. We call the Theophiles. Thank you so much. Um, this story isn't really funny. Um, I just saw it and thought, uh, that is super right. badass. And okay. so I thought I'd share it with you guys. Um, so this is mostly from azcentral.com, but the primary um, the primary sources um, are Minor, Miner's Magazine, um, which I believe is actually a, a, literally a prospecting magazine. Oh, um, good. Miners. Oh, miners. miners with an miners. E. Right. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, yes. sorry. Yeah. Um, I get my subscriptions mixed up there. Mm. Uh. Um, and so this, uh, this story starts in the spring of 1883, and the men were off with their flocks. I don't really know. I think that means they're there fucking their mistresses. Sheep, yeah. um, they had left two women with the children at a cabin near Eagle Creek in the hill, of, hill country of eastern Arizona. One of the women stepped out to fetch water from a spring. Arizona was a different place then. Geronimo and his warriors had left the reservation. Grizzlies and wolves roamed the hills. Cattle rustlers rode the range. The woman was not long gone before the screaming and howling began. Uh, the woman inside the cabin raced to the window, looked outside, covered her eyes and began to pray. 
Then she barricaded the cabin door and waited until the men returned that night. She told them what little she saw, a flash of red, hooves and old bones. Uh, The men grabbed their guns, went to the spring and found the other woman's dead body trampled and crushed as though a troop of cavalry had run over her, a newspaper reported later. There were large hoof prints on the ground. When questioned by the coroner, the woman from inside the cabin spoke of a beast, red, very tall and ridden by a devil. I think I saw that on uh, Pornhub. (laughs) Um, Mm. A couple of weeks earlier, some miners had their tent nearly destroyed by a similar creature, but they, too, only caught a quick glimpse as it vanished in the moonlight. After that, there were more sightings. Slowly, the beast took form, though its rider remained a mystery. When a man named Cy Hamlin, some versions of the story refer to him as Cyrus Hamblin, saw the creature, he said it was a camel. Uh, He was well-respected around the community, and people may have believed him if he stopped there, but he didn't. He said it looked like a camel, but it had a man strapped to its back. Uh, In one story, the beast appears and then vanishes into thin air. Another claimed the beast had killed and eaten a grizzly bear. One yarn spinner said he pursued the beast to the edge of Black River in eastern Arizona, where it jumped across the canyon from one cliff to another in a single leap. The newspaper pointed out the same man had once seen a flying bear and a mountain of goat. So, fuck you. Mountain Um, of goat? uh, Mountain of gold. Mm. What did you say? Uh, Never mind. The mountain goat. Uh, Fantasia, Colorado, the Mexicans called it, and the translated name hung to it. The Mojave County Miner reported in 1893. It was a splendid name to scare tenderfoots with. Um, And then there was the Hamlin's tale of the man strapped to a camel. Most people dismissed it in spite of Hamlin's reputation as a man of truth. Hamlin had merely seen the camel's hump, they said. Complete bullshit. Hamlin, Hamlin Innocent. Uh, then a few f- weeks later and 60 miles away, five prospectors saw the same thing. Uh, it was in the Verde Valley and they clep- crept closer to the beast, squeezed off a few shots and missed. The beast fled. As it did, something fell away and tumbled to the ground. The miners ran to the object and found a man's head, dried and withered but with flesh and hair still on it. Um, the beast getting to a little clearing and patting its pockets. Oh, yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, um, oh. A freighter bedding down for the night along the Verde River reported being awakened by a screaming beast some 30 feet tall. The creature knocked over wagons and teamsters and mules fled into the night. Few believed this story because the freighter was hauling a load of whiskey. Um, a cowboy working for the Anchor J outfit east of Phoenix came across the beast near an abandoned corral. Through force of habit, he tried to lasso the beast, but it charged him. <laughs> I just can't help but lasso any beast. Uh, I don't even know I'm doing it until I'm slinging that rope. You know? Muscle memory just takes over. Uh, uh, but it charged him and knocked horse and rider to the ground. Back at camp, the cowboy said he'd gotten a look of the load on its back, which was nearly gone, but there was no doubt that it had once been a man. Uh, over time, the beast mellowed. The body fell away in bits and pieces. Now, the last man to see the beast was rancher Mizu Hastings, who used a windowsill to steady his rifle and, quote, blazed away, the miner reported. He just started blasting. Uh, when he walked over to the dead camel, there was no skeleton on its back, but there were marks from leather straps. About a decade had passed since the animal had first been sighted. Nobody could say how a man may have wound up strapped to the back of a camel. 
Was it that weary pilgrim, a lost miner, too weak to ride? Was the man, man already dead when he was strapped to the camel's back? Was it a joke some bored soldiers played on a young recruit, only to have the beast get away? Um, I like this option. The frontier was full of unlucky soldiers and prospectors. Perhaps, the miner wrote, it was, quote, an ugly piece of humour of somebody who had a camel and a corpse for which he had no use. <laughs> that poor <Yeah>. camel. <laughs> Um, so apparently the um, there was such a thing as the Camel Corps, uh, which was sort of set up in the um, decades preceding this, where they imported a bunch of camels into this area and started like trying to use them like like horse brigades or horse dragoons. That and always then just works like, out oh, well, doesn't it? Ah, oh, fuck it, well, whatever, and they just let them go. Um, but I just enjoyed the concept of this camel just running all about with a fucking dead guy on its back. Just in a so badass. I want a fucking tattoo of that. That yeah. rules. <laughs> also, how how tall do you reckon a camel is? Just not 30 feet. 30, 30 or 30 so feet. feet yeah. is a, that's a yeah. large That's camel. how tall a moose is. <laughs> Theo, d- uh, like... The, the part where it says few believe this story because the freighter was hauling a load of whiskey. Do, by that, do they mean that, like, uh, when somebody says, oh, a big beast came and knocked over all the crates of whiskey and they yeah. got smashed and they're <laughs> gone now? Yeah, That's and it was sad, 30 feet it? tall mm. and it had a man's skeleton strapped to the back. Mm. Man, it would have been... It would have been so easy to start an urban legend back then. It would have been so good. You could just fucking say anything. You could talk so much shit and someone would write it. That's how the Bible was written, am I right, fella? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You can't say that. Ben, bleep that out. Bleep that out, Ben. It's live, baby. We didn't do that thing where you give yourself that 30-second delay so you can Uh, get rid of unorthodox comments. We didn't didn't invest in the Ricky Gervais protocol. Mm. (laughs) Lucy, at what point did you switch to wine? I had one mercury hard cider, and then I had a glass of wine lined up. So oh my I didn't God, have to go to the kitchen to get it. You're fucking smart. Wicked yeah, smart. Thank you. Wicked wow. smart. <laughs> now, seeing uh, a skeleton strapped to a, 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 an ornering camel, that certainly doesn't bode well. It's not a great sign. You might even call that an omen, or perhaps a portent. Port- portent. <laughs> You shall see hail fall from a clear sky and burn as fire upon the ground. You shall see darkness cover Egypt when the sun climbs high to noon. And you shall know that God is God and bow down to his will. Uh, This is, of course, the segment where we discuss news stories... Oh, no, I've put this in the wrong order. Or did I? Uh, Where we discuss news stories where it seems like they might be a sign of bad things to come or that something uh, ill is afoot. You ever Um, seen that movie, The Seventh Sign? The one with Jürgen Prochnow in it? Yeah. Where he is Jesus? I believe he's... No, he's a guy who was... I don't know. Some friends with Jesus. Anyway, that's got some pretty cool omens in it, you know? Hmm. Yep. This is a story from uh, the newspaper The Messenger, which serves Houston County and Anderson County in Texas, in the United States of America. Attempted child purchase thwarted in Crockett. Okay. Yep. Hey. Pardon? And, like, I I should say straight off the bat, right, when you say that, what I'm picturing is, like... (laughs) Kid with a credit card. No, I'm I'm, I'm picturing picturing guy, guy on his computer trying to, like... 
you know, by a slave or a child or something, you know, or a child slave. Well, then you're you're slightly more on the mark mm. than I was when I saw this headline because I was under the impression that this was a story about um, a child attempting to purchase something expensive and then someone stopped it from happening. Uh, oh. no, no drone for you, little Billy. Yeah, you yeah. can't buy a, a 2017 Kia Sorento. You are 18 months old. Whereas I thought immediately that it's like getting down to the park and you see a really cool kid. You just want to buy him. It will like, I mean, just test the waters. Okay, so, well, hey, you, how, how much would you take for him? See, I, I hold Everything's that, got a price. Everyone's hold that thought in your mind. What's it going to uh, take to get you into my Kia Sorento? A strange scenario played out at the Walmart in Crockett last week as a 49-year-old woman attempted to purchase another woman's child while yes. waiting in line at the self-checkout. While waiting in Act line. of the deal. Lady. So literally it was just like, hey, are you selling that baby? Like, How much would you take? It's a buyer's market. This lady <laughs> needs a phone to look at so she's got something to do in line. Other than purchase people's children? <laughs> Always be doing deals. Looking around. You Art of the deal. Buy children to sell children. (laughs) Police records indicate Uh, Rebecca Lynette Taylor from Crockett was taken into custody on January 18th and charged with the offence of the sale or purchase of a child, a third-degree felony. An affidavit of probable probable cause filed by Lieutenant Aaliyah Price with the Crockett Police Department indicated that she was on patrol on January, January 13th when she received a phone call from the mother of the child, quote, Advising a white woman with blonde hair approached Yuck. her in the Crockett Walmart <laughs> wanting to purchase her son. The mum hey, uh, explained... What's the crime? Gonna... <laughs> uh, it's, sorry. Uh, uh, it is the sale or purchase of a child of oh, third-degree sure. felony. She didn't, On pur- paper. she didn't purchase it, did you? Yeah. She didn't purchase it. It's the attempted purchase of a child. Is, hey, like... You don't get charged for attempted murder. <laughs> you... <laughs> yeah, that's right. So first, first degree is worse, that's right? right? On the on the charges, yes. First degree murder, Lucy. You're our resident lawyer. First degree is worse than third degree. I think I think so. First okay. is worse. That's yes. what they put that's in the right. law books. First degree first burns worse. worse than third degree burns. Yeah, I don't know. If yes, that's, that's right. True. First degree black belt better at karate than a third degree no. black belt. No, I don't yeah, think worse, that's right. They're worse at karate. More points, better at golf. True. The mum explained to Lieutenant Price she was waiting to scan her items in the self-checkout with her baby in a car seat and her one-year-old sitting in the cart. She indicated a woman, later identified as Rebecca Taylor, approached her and, quote, began commenting on her son's blonde hair and blue eyes. She asked how much she could purchase him for. The mum tried to laugh this comment off, thinking Taylor was joking. Taylor told her that she had $250,000 in the car and she would pay that much for him. The mum told her no amount of money would do. That's a, she's she's driving a hard bargain, that, though, doesn't she? Imagine one of the days where, like, kids really pissing you off. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> like 250K. 250 grand, you know? I'll mm-hmm. say, if, if, mm-hmm. if she's saying, hey, no amount of money, if she gets an offer of 250 grand, she says, no amount of money. Out Everyone's of got deal. a price. Out Everyone's of the got deal. a price. No, she's, she's deal, pushing yeah. it up. She's pushing it up. She knows what That's she's doing. That's true. Yeah. But it's interesting that you say that. When Taylor continued to press the matter, the mum told her to back away from her son. Taylor, however, did not and said she'd been wanting to purchase a baby for a long time. The <laughs> I've been on in to- the market. I've been in the market. For- I've had I've the- done my research. Blonde hair, blue eyes. I've had the baby red book for a while. Yeah, I've been resale checking value out- on them. <laughs> blue eyed, blonde haired child of this age. 
Is that a eighty thousand? Yeah, the twenty sixteen model, twenty twenty one model that you got there Those in that city baby miles? suit. <laughs> How many miles on that kid? Mm. Uh, the mum went on to inform Lieutenant Price that Taylor was with another woman whom she believed to be of Hispanic origin. Dun uh, dun dun! <laughs> not really. In yet another odd twist, the second woman asked the mum what her son's name was, but she refused to provide her with the child's name. However, Taylor and the other woman began to call the child by his name with what the mum believed to be no prior knowledge of it. I mean, they've I done don't the like research. that at all. Don't like you don't that. Go, okay, so there's a few rules about child buying. Uh-huh. Uh, don't buy when it's nighttime. Yep. Uh, don't, don't buy, buy when, when you're it's hungry. raining. You've got to do your research. Yep. Find out the child's name. Find out what they like. If they're not into the same things as you, uh, you it's going to fall apart pretty quickly. Mm. And you're going to you're you're stuck. You're you're stuck with the bag. Well, you're next next bag, thing you know, you know what they say: like a baby loses like a third of its value as so, soon as you take it out. As soon as you take lot. it out of Walmart, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Maybe you can pick up artist stuff, you know, like repeating the name, like "Hello, David." <laughs> Would you like to be purchased by me, David? Use other pickup yeah. artist you tactics, like, like wearing a today, large David. furry hat, like <laughs> generic I would wear. You look kind of shitty, David. <laughs> oh, you went with those shoes, did you, David? <laughs> <laughs> the little bent, bent tent shoes. Wow, I would never be brave enough to wear a shirt that says I know how to surf when I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this, um, them seemingly knowing the name already makes me think that this might be uh, either uh, the Omen situation or a Rosemary's Baby situation. Mm. Arguably very similar situations. They know about this baby. It's very creepy. Uh, after waiting on the two women to leave the store, the mum left with her children and began walking towards the car. Once in the parking lot, the police report went on to state, Taylor began screaming at the mum, saying if she wouldn't take $250,000 for him, <laughs> then she would give her $500,000 yes. because she wanted him and she was going to take him. Out of the deal. Oh, okay. I see where she's gone wrong here. Double it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think she's she's accidentally gone too hard on it you know she should yeah. have been like 260 270 and seen if she got yes. any reaction yeah like you've said that you've got two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the car insane claim to make mm-hmm. uh are you going to be like i will give you the briefcase that i have in the car that's full of cash and then i will later on bring you another briefcase full of cash that i prepared earlier I have to go to the bank. Well, 250k now, 250k in a week's time once they confirm the child is, you know. Cool. Yeah. yeah. 250k now, 250k later uh when they get a bachelor's degree. I want to yeah. know that this kid's not a dud. Mm. Can I have to pay that baby? <laughs> Four installments of $250,000. The mum locked both of her children in the car while Taylor stood behind a black SUV parked next to the mum's vehicle. Taylor continued to repeat that she wanted the child and would pay $500,000 for him. Eventually, she entered the black SUV and left the scene. Police reviewed the surveillance video from Walmart and reported in the affidavit that the video appeared to confirm what the mum had told her. She then went to Taylor's residence to ask her about the incident. Quote, She told me that she doesn't like thieves. Then she stated I could speak with her attorney and to get off her, quote, precipice. <laughs> she slammed the door shut, Price stated in the affidavit. Oh, dear. After speaking with Houston County District Attorney Donna Casper, Price secured a warrant for Taylor's arrest. She was taken into custody on January 18th and charged with the sale or purchase of a child, third-degree felony. According to Section 12.34 of the Texas Penal Code, 
An individual adjudged guilty of a felony of the third degree shall be punished by imprisonment in the institutional division for any term of not more than 10 years or less than two years. In addition to the imprisonment, an individual, an individual adjudged guilty of a felony of the third degree may be punished by a fine not to exceed $10,000. Taylor well, remains... she's good for it. Well, yeah, she's got that cash. It gives her 240 grand to, for the next one. Taylor remains at the Houston County Jail and is being held on a $50,000 bond, so she's got at least $200,000 left. Hmm. So, obviously, that's scary. I don't want to make light of that if you were a mum and you were yeah, at the no, shop and then um, two women started chasing nightmare. after you. and That's fucking terrifying. Clearly, this person is probably very unwell. Hmm. I understand, in my heart, I intuitively get that it is wrong to purchase a child Oh, Mr. Child Free, all of a sudden he cares. Hmm. Didn't know that it was... I don't think you could afford Finn. I just didn't know it was a... (laughs) No, I obviously can't. Uh, Look at how I live. I didn't know this was a crime that was on the books. Buying a child? Yeah. Child purchase. I've never heard someone, you know, oh, he's a child purchaser? Oof, they get treated Mm. very badly in prison. Yeah. Have to go door to door knocking like, sorry, I've just moved in. I'm a child purchaser. I may put an offer in on your child. Yeah. I yeah seventeen dollars for Braden. No, okay. Sorry, um, no harm, no foul. How much? How much? <laughs> did you crime. Turning up at your door with uh, one empty sack and another sack full of money, you know? Yeah, could, like we could just do it right here. You could cut yeah. out the middle bed and just yeah. empty out the sack of you money and then put a child like in could. one sack. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be giving your money to a child dealer. That's just adding extra overheads you don't need. Yep. Those guys are pretty shady anyway. You ever want to deal with a child dealer? We just do it right here. Go straight right, to the source. Right on your precipice. Who needs someone ticket clipping in the middle, you know? Yeah. I am. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess, like, I am. I, I I even, have, I'll even pay for the sack. It <laughs> 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 won't sack. come out of your cut. I'll just take um, a loose child home. <laughs> <laughs> My understanding is that pretty much any situation in which you are buying another human is frowned upon. Okay. Definitely yeah. frowned. Yeah, upon. sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I just thought that would have been a catch-all sort of under like human trafficking or slavery or you know something along those lines. Child purchase is just that phrase is new to me. I guess as well, like, um, well, it is the Texas Penal Code as well, so mm. I guess they can have a lot of very spe- you know state-specific laws over there. Yeah, there's, there's um, like seven states in America where child purchase is fully legal now. And they're actually <laughs> making a ton of money on the taxes on it. It's actually been really good. Yeah. It is legal Brings to, it trade, into the, into to trade an exotic animal for a child in the state of Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> yeah both Carolinas, it's fine. In, in Canberra, you can grow your own child, but um, <laughs> you're not allowed to use UV lights. Not, not to allowed to sell your big. child to someone yeah. else. Can't even know. give your child as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Bad vibes, Ben. Yes. Um, I hope no one tries to... Hey, anyone who's listening, I hope no one tries to purchase my (laughs) child for a lot of money. (laughs) It'd have to be way more than (laughs) $250,000. Oh, dear. It is... Like, I, I... I gather, Ben, that uh, to you, yeah. the most fucked up part of that story was when they started referring to the child by his name. 100%, yes. Yeah. So this might have mm. gone under any of the other segments, really. It's mainly the fact that they already, like... So that there's... It's a real, the, we want your child for a sacrifice kind of vibe. And we want your child specifically. The, the blue eyes yeah. and blonde hair, that's yep. kind of weird. That's an odd... Slightly Nazi vibe. 
Yeah, this this feels like some like uh, Nazi regime occult stuff. You know, some Hellboy style Thule occult society. You know, uh, I I don't know what they're doing over there, but I feel like it's the sort of thing that Hellboy would break up. Hellboy, if you're listening, you are needed. Sort this out. I'm very sorry for losing my composure just now, but I've read the headline from the next thing that we are introducing as part of the <laughs> Omens and Pawns segment. Yeah. This, this comes to us from UPI News. <clears throat> Mystery animal that might be a dog escapes mm-hmm. from Pennsylvania rescue. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't want to narrow that down any. Might be. A Could mist- do. <laughs> A mystery animal that experts said could be either a dog or a coyote escaped from a wildlife (laughs) group's facility about a week after being rescued from the cold. You know what? Those experts could be better. Yep. Yeah. How much time do you think they put into trying to figure that out? Hey, man, is this a dog or a coyote? Yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. That's a great question. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Anyway, have a good one. So how many legs did it have? Four. Yeah, Two sounds ears. like sounds Snap. like a dog or a coyote. Yeah, man, that's a yeah. classic dog or coyote situation. Anyway, good luck, brother. Have hair on Later. it. Yes, it could definitely could be a coyote or a dog. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Wildlife works Mount Pleasant, which took the animal in after it was found cold and shivering outside Christina Eighth's Fairfield Township home. Said personnel arrived Thursday morning to find the unidentified canine had destroyed its cage trashed the hospital area and chewed through a window seal to escape. Yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. It's got moxie. Yeah. <laughs> Can't hold him down. It's like one of those uh one of those dogs you'd experience in a Resident Evil game where you've just sort of like wandered into the village and smacking up against the bars of the cage. But then as soon as you take your eyes off it, it just like busts through. I really enjoy the concept of a dog that you experience. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to experience my dog or coyote? (laughs) Does that mean getting bitten by a coyote? It might mean getting bitten by a dog or coyote. Mm. Uh, Quote, we had him for about a week, during which time he ate nutritious food and received treatment for his mange and secondary infections. We can only guess that he was starting to feel somewhat better and decided it was time to go, the Facebook post said. That's yeah, dope. You can kind of intimate that from the fact that he had enough strength <laughs> to burst out of his cage and destroy your facilities. I love that he was just like mm. convalescing yeah. for a bit. Then he's like, oh no, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out. Peace. The group said personnel had not experienced any aggressive behavior or previous escape attempts from the animal, whatever type of animal that may be. Mm. I love that nobody there can say. I just feel like you could make a ruling. You could have a guess. Like, you could decide. You could definitely make a ruling. (laughs) Experts were unable to determine whether the animal was a dog or a coyote. So a sample was sent for DNA testing. The results have not yet returned, the group said. But hey, as soon as they know, we'll know. Yeah. You know? Just we'll we'll remember to check two months later. That and would be we'll like be the fiftieth to know. That would be the best kind of fucking 
dog to have, other than specifically Louie, yeah, obviously. Yeah, he's a bit of everything. He's a bit of everything. Literally, we have no idea. Yeah, dog, we think he jackal, might have some liger in him, maybe. It's hard to tell. <laughs> he does shit on his own legs for, <laughs> to cool them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is... Sorry, it's a horrible tangent, but um, I... I took Louie uh, to the dog park this morning and he was chasing this dog and it was like, you know, great. It was in the morning. There weren't a lot of people down there because the weather was a bit iffy. And I see this like young couple about my age walking up with a dog that is basically exactly Louie's size and proportions and has like a similar sort of nature. So they immediately start playing together. We're doing that thing where we're not mm. making conversation, but we're like smiling at each other like, ah, oh, this is nice. They're like running circles. They're taking turns. They're doing all the right dog things. And at one point, I look over and Louis is like fucking going full speed after this dog that is also going full speed. And this dog who is clearly enjoying itself, exhibiting playful behavior, you know, its ears are up, tails wagging, just diarrheas itself while it's running. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And then... I the it's like, two like people. deploying an oil slick in an arcade racing <laughs> game. He's playing Interstate 88 and he's trying to throw the dog off the trail. Uh, and the couple has sort of seen it and I've looked at them <laughs> and they've not acknowledged it. And then Louis has just stopped chasing the other dog. And I've just been like, well, yeah, we better keep moving. <laughs> just leaving them with their shitty dog. Oh. <laughs> it looks like your dog's got a lot of diarrhea there. <laughs> So, <laughs> shit, huh? Your dog? It's on him? Wow, they grow up so fast. Gross. Mm. We um, we don't have a dog, but we got kids. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> great segue. And right. one of them, uh, so wife of the show, my wife Elder, was taking uh the kids to to go and do something, like go to the go to the library and go to a. Uh, go to the empanada place, and so she had like mm, got them both, got the them two both activities, ready. biblioteca, empanada <laughs> place. Yeah, <laughs> got them both ready and everything. Driven, however far away to the place where all the stuff was happening, and like as they get there, one of the kids is like, "I need to burp," and goes to push a burp out, <laughs> and then just mm-hmm. vomits down the front of us. <laughs> <laughs> But like, in, like she wasn't sick or anything. She was horrified, absolutely <laughs> horrified, and very distressed. Um, but like, I, I think it was just we've we've all look, we've all had that scenario where we've been like, I've got a little burp here, I'm going to push out, and then you do a little bit of that. There's a bit of yeah. vomit, vomit in the mouth scenario, you know. Um, but clearly this child had never encountered that before mm. and did not know what to do. And it resulted in a mouthful of vomit going down the front of her. Mm. And Elder's just like, well, time to go back home. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that day is sort of done at that point. <laughs> there was yep. like, there was like three days there where Finn was discovering his gag reflex. And so, and he'd like put his fingers down the back of his throat and go, <laughs> and we go, no, Finn, don't do that. And because because we'd acknowledged it and started interacting with it, it was like interesting. He thought, he thought it was very funny, and this mm. became a game where oh. he would just be like, <laughs> like trying oh, to make no. himself puke while we all try to get to him and like pull his hand oh, no. out of his mouth. He thought I, it was great fun. I play that game with my cat. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. like walk, she walks out into the middle of a carpeted area and starts going. Bleh. 
<laughs> yeah. She she does do that though. Yeah, and I got to sprint over to her and like carry her to uh to like a tiled yeah. area. Yeah, you know? carry her like a big round bomb with a fuse going down. Yeah. Why do cats shit oh. in their litter? But they just they just puke anywhere. They just puke wherever. No yep. shame. You're right though, Theo. When when you do, you always got to carry them like total arms length. You know, <laughs> away from me. Oh boy, that's something I'd love to watch on TV. Oh, he's good. <laughs> You're like so that Paul course. Thomas Anderson movie, The Master. Ooh. Ooh. So of course it must be time for that shopworn segment that we're all so familiar with, TV Watch. That's right. Um, now, usually in the, the story selection process for this, this podcast, uh, Bunta Vista, uh, I, I try to use news that is um, less than a week old. I'll sometimes go a fortnight. Or if we're doing a Theophiles, anywhere between now and three million years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. This is not breaking news in any way. This, much like uh, the two to four episodes that we did about Efteling, uh, have been brought to me <laughs> by a conversation with friend of the show, my friend Zoe, who has mentioned something to me that is batshit insane as if it was perfectly normal and that I've gone, there's no way that's true. Uh, Efteling, it turned out, is real. And so is this reality show that uh, maybe you guys have watched. I don't know what your viewing habits are like, but I never heard of it. Uh, um, so I'm get- have yes. you apologised to your friend since then? No, I will never apologise. It's, it sounds like it sounds like she's just been having a conversation with her friend and saying honest things, and you have been gaslighting her by saying yeah. those things aren't true or real. Mm, and then you're going true. and using that's them true. on your podcast yeah, for yeah, financial you're, um, gain. You're monetizing yeah. her knowledge and yeah. then not apologizing to her. That's, that's yeah. so true. I hate mm. to keep it. I love to keep a girl boss down. Yeah. <laughs> girl bosses stay losing. That's my motto. Wow. Wow. Why why are you doing this? I'm just trying to do an intro into the thing that I was going to talk about. I'm not a bad guy. I'm a nice guy. I'm just trying to defend Zoe. That's all. You don't even. Okay. Uh, This is from the website The Wrap. And the heading on the article is, uh, Netflix's Too Hot to Handle producers explain why that blowjob cost $6,000. Yes. Lucy's yes. ready. Have you have you watched whatever this is? I Lisa? have. I have oh, watched. Great. You too can hot provide to some, some insights into this. Uh, Netflix's Too Hot to Handle has a premise almost too absurd to believe. Ten quote hotties sent to a resort for a month with nothing mm-hmm. to do except each other. Mm-hmm. Only they're sorry, I had to burp them. <laughs> Only they're not allowed to have sex. Every time they have sex, they lose a bit more of the $100,000 pot. So they are allowed to have sex. They are. And they do. But at what cost? Hmm. I I could definitely have... $20,000. I could definitely have $100,000 worth of sex. That's all I'm saying. Oh, hell yeah, dog. I love sex as well. I couldn't. You think you can. And then, you know, you kind of fill up. You finish yep. having sex and your wife says that I, was $2.35 worth of sex. I'm just saying I would not get my money's worth out of $100,000 worth of sex. Are there others that might be fine with? I, would I, I say, don't know about you. I'd yeah. happily take $2,000 worth of sex, $98,000 worth of model railroad paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how much they lose is a mystery to both the cast and the audience until someone does the deed and the show's version of a house mother... A supposedly artificially intelligent robot named Lana, who looks like a cross between an Alexa and an air freshener. No pipes the... for Lana. 
I'm sorry? You would no like pipe, to lead pipe? No pipe for Alana. Yeah, well, oh, if she, wants, if she wants God's it, work. she costs $20,000. Okay. keeping people chaste. Uh, Lana gathers, gathers the cast to inform them how much their housemates infraction would cost them. Cue the infighting. Uh, across the eight-episode first season, we learned that a simple kiss, but they're never simple, are they? they cost the group $3,000. Intercourse cost $20,000. A sneaky but not sneaky enough oral sex session later in the season cost a meager $6,000. So I can get two kisses or a blowjob. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as a sapiosexual, you know. I mean, obviously, I'm taking the two kisses. I'm just saying. Two different hotties? Just do a match. Yeah. Yeah. Two hotties or one bludger, Mm. you know? So, the seeds for after the show's finished. Two in the mouth or one in the bush, am I right? Are you? Like that proverb about, um, it's a saying, it's popular. Haven't, Haven't heard of it. The okay. rap called up executive producers Vicky Kohler and Jono Richards to get to the bottom of how those price tags are decided. Mm. Is it an Australian show? No. No, it's very British. Oh, okay. That it's American a, and British. I was just trying to figure out where Jono was coming from. And... Oh, yeah, it's Possibly not that American. sort of Jono. Quote, there were these sort of long discussions to work out what was the right amount to be a penalty when they got it, but people could still work with that, Richard said. It wasn't like there was a bar tab up on the wall saying, this is what X costs, this is what Y costs. We wanted to make it acceptable to break the rules so that we could have a show, but we also didn't want it to be too much about the money. We felt that $20,000 for sex was big enough, but it was those middle ground things that were a big debate. We eventually settled on $6,000 for oral sex, but I think that was a bit cheap as well, Cola said. Hmm. Hmm. What about like a little a bit of nipple play? You know, what about the in-between things? Hmm. How much would you pay for nipple play? Like if you had $100,000 coming <laughs> to you and you really needed to get some nipple play out of your system, what's an amount you're willing to lose? Well, if you're not kissing, no kissing, yeah. nothing else, just straight to the nipple play, yeah. you know? You could you could do and, that cheaply. And look, women, bucks. women love that. Women do love that. Hmm. <laughs> Women love it when uh, a man just comes up and stands in front of them and he acts like he is trying to tune a radio from the 50s. Yeah. So true. And That's also hot. says, sorry, I simply can't afford to go any further. It's <laughs> <laughs> session of nipple play. I do not have that kind of money. Uh, May I engage go you in nipple bed play? And stare at the ceiling. No? Oh, okay. At one point, about halfway through the series, the show introduces the concept of smart watches. <laughs> What's next? Smart fridges? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that reward couples for forming, quote, genuine connections with a momentary respite from chastity. Right. Great. So, if you, get, if you have a connection, if you're having a real conversation and yeah. you're connecting, then you, the watch lights up green and that says that you can engage in intimate behavior. Yeah. You can, ha- you can have a little kiss. You can have a little, a little smooch, maybe. Lights up green and it stops like well, measuring steps. What are yeah. you doing here? <laughs> uh, just as a freebie, if you're in sort of maybe like a post-hardcore band or something similar, you could take a momentary respite from Chastity as an album name. That's for free. Yeah. Mm, that's that's nice. Yeah, and also stop sending sexts to teens. <laughs> Ruining all the bands that I listen to. If you can. <laughs> Momentary respite from chastity. Uh, that sounds like a marriage. That's no. not momentary. No. You've, mm. 
No. Okay. No. So sorry. I, 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 no, I know actually, that, no, like, that's not that's not true. Yeah. Some some of us that's, have had a momentary uh... marriage. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, wow. roaster. Wow. Just, <laughs> two years actually. Two years actually. <laughs> if um, so you've said that with the cadence of like one of those my wife jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as in like like because you have sex really sometimes. Yeah. Really sometimes. Sex, sex really is sometimes. a sometimes food. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Quote, we had the idea that the watches would exist from the beginning, but we actually were going to be a bit meaner, Kohler said. Uh, eventually, we decided that they should be rewarded and the watches would serve as a nice counterbalance to losing the money. So, it was kind of a carrot and a stick scenario. Mm-hmm. Every, <laughs> uh, every tool that we used was based on this particular group of people. So, after a month without doing the deed... Semi-frequent slip-ups notwithstanding, did anybody actually grow from the process? Did the cast learn how to look past their sexual impulses and form deeper relationships? No. Hard to say. Hmm. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm been, saying no. Yeah. Well, the article says it was hard to say. So. I'm a whole, saying, whole I'm saying no. Sex, you said. Some of them are still together on Instagram and I follow them. So, you know. <sighs> you are. They post nice pictures together. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Cola hopes that for the viewer, at least some part of Too Hot to Handle make them think a little bit harder about the ways they connect with other people yeah it's not a show about zapping people with financial penalties for sucking each other off <laughs> that's only because they couldn't get the uh they couldn't get like the electric dog collars past legal you know yeah yeah, yeah people with heart conditions would that would be way know. better just I'd let much them, prefer let to them zap that. people when they touch the nipples so yeah hang electric on. collar can we address the elephant in the room are you allowed to jack it no, you're not. That was addressed in one of the episodes. What, just, just plain how, how old are they policing zero. that? A guy jerked off and in the shower and he, they lost money. How'd they find out? It was because there's cameras everywhere. Lana's always watching. I think it be. was in the shower. Yeah, he got he got in trouble for jacking off. There are do they all in sleep the in the same bedroom? Or they got individual bedrooms? They do. They sleep in the same big bedroom. Right. Like a big brother so bedroom like, type yeah, scenario. Yeah, big brother style scenario. You'd have to be like really quiet if you were going to... Yeah. Maybe it wasn't a like, shower. Maybe it was like under the covers or something. But how can they tell if you've just got like your knees? I'm just saying, if you had your knees up, put like your knees this, up. If you're just lying, <laughs> right? Like and you're not like, just for argument's sake, you got Let's your knees say, up like this. You can't yeah. prove that I was jacking And off. your sheet's sort of going across. You're not even making contact with with the bottom of the sheet. Completely silent. I think maybe yeah, you're going to get away with it. Your tense scenario is kind of giving something. I'm just away. saying, I do very well on on this show as somebody who does not. <laughs> Assume that they're going to have sex any particular month. <laughs> so you uh, reckon you would just go in, you would do your time covertly. I do my it time using your pavilion Qu- technique quietly, very <laughs> quietly, <laughs> silently, even. Yeah. Theo, Theo calls it the big top. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe funny. Hey, I'm getting some big top. Ah, oh, come on now. Quote, that's what I want people to talk about. She said, "Of course, there's the twists and the characters and Lana." But I think that actually it's the workshops and the idea that slowing down might be the way forward, which is different yeah, in the world we're less... living in right now. Mm. We if live you slow in down, it doesn't make as much noise either. <laughs> you can it kind is... of... Mm. Yeah, but it takes longer. Uh, it is Not a odd to be the producer of a TV show where a bunch of people are doing like forced celibacy to desperately win a prize pool and to be like, yeah, no one ever thinks about how we live in a society these days. Yeah. What happened to connection? Mm. What happened to romance? Mm. So true. What happened to nipple play? Whatever happened, what happened to what straight happened to, nipple, happened to play, nipple play? No kissing. 
What if I happened to nip Don't touch my on mouth. Date? Don't touch my mouth. <laughs> Straight to just. It's all I want. You can work your way up got... to the mouth. <laughs> Where have we got time for just one more story here? For our yeah. beloved beautiful. Let's not close lessons. it out with nipple play. Yeah, well, you don't want to be kissing a dry mouth, Andrew. Don't Make I? sure that mouth's a little bit moist by the time you get I don't it. like this at all. One more story. This is. Um, I didn't really prepare a segue for this. I just started talking. Uh, but oh. hopefully, Andrew will pick off the button. It's tabloid phenomenon. Fist-headed man destroys church. This is the segment where we look at the crazy, wacky stories coming out of the UK tabloids, and they are goofy as all hell. Uh, this is from Wales Online. Not a website for Creatures of the Order Cetacea, <laughs> which is not a taxon, I believe. It's not Theo. a taxon. Yeah, it's not a taxon. Wow. Despite what you might think. You might a foolish person would believe that. You, you might think so that it's a taxon, right but it's, it's only an informal ordering of the it's, it, yeah. suborder. O- of the infraorder. Cetacea. Cetacea? Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Teen called Ikea changed name after bullies put own names together. Now, this headline is... Um, oh, I get what they're getting. For- they're oh, trying they're to make yeah. a joke, yeah. and they have done it shitly. Mm. I don't understand. Can you explain it to me? Have, have you encountered called- the furniture company, Ikea? Mm-hmm. You and have to assemble when- the furniture yourself. Yeah, you've got to put, yep. it, put it together. Yeah. Yeah. And so, what they're saying is that a teen here changed her name because her name was Ikea and she was bullied, but they've done the headline by saying that the bullies put their own names together for that child. Which is a play on how you have to assemble IKEA furniture yourself. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. A teen called IKEA has revealed how she changed her name after school Billy. After school, school bullies. <laughs> the Beverly School. <laughs> the MS, this MF said school bullies. Yeah. Oh, Don't roast me in the chat, please. So I'm highly strong. We're not not talking about Act of the Deal anymore. We've moved on. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything about Act of the Deal. I was just going to let that slide. You brought that up an hour after the fact. <laughs> after school bullies dubbed her Flatpak in cruel jokes about the Swedish furniture store. Look, honestly, <laughs> that honestly, that rules Creative. the worst. Honestly, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Hey, if that is pack. the worst thing, if that's the worst thing you've ever been called. I, I have a distinct memory of um, of a kid in primary school calling me, like, as as an insult. It was meant to be mean, calling me mm-hmm. L.A. Law, like the TV <laughs> show with Corbin Burnson. sick nickname. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. That's yeah, LA Law I was like, yeah. okay. All right. I, I did, yeah, yeah, I just, you know, yeah. that's that's the most, that's the worst slur you can get for a white guy in the late 80s, you know, whose last name is Law. Yeah. That's all we can manage. And if you're a yeah. if you're a white girl called IKEA and they call you flat pack, all right. There was there was Fair a guy, there was a guy in our um in our grade whose name was Brendan R. Like his last name was starts start with R. Us. Are you keeping some, his some, identity secret? Yeah, I'm keeping yeah. his identity secret because because uh, oh, at some point someone called him Braggs, which which stood for Brendan R and his gay shoes. <laughs> and that became his name for literally all of high school. <laughs> it might still be the name that people refer to him 
Oh. Could you please? Um... It was in. It was in art class. <laughs> I remember it like like it was yesterday. <laughs> Can you describe the shoe? Uh... Yeah, I think they were just your standard issue bad school shoes. Just... I'm certainly not one to be uh, right. throwing rocks. It wasn't sure. um oh. it wasn't it wasn't like the the John Hendren scar shoe or anything like that. <laughs> no, I, I I wish I remembered the the shoe. All I remember is the name. Jasmine oh, Douglas, nineteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking <laughs> If anyone if anyone's interested, I checked and it and it is a white girl. So Yes. Oh, we're fine. Investigator uh, teen ass nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I don't think I've ever heard the name Douglas in real life, only ever as the character, show within a show character, Rick Douglas uh, yeah. from Dark Place. Uh, Jasmine Douglas, 19, was named Ikea at birth after her... <laughs> named Ikea at birth, having the same mm. cadence as, like, yeah. assigned yeah, female at birth yeah. is quite interesting. <laughs> oh, I'm Niab. <laughs> uh, named Ikea at birth after her mum saw a TV advert for the company while pregnant. Oh. Oh no! It's one of them. Yeah. It's it's a fucking acclaim name your uh, baby after Mortal Kombat yeah. thing. It's just like Khaleesi. not even that no, she's like a it fan. It was Turok. Acclaim ran a competition where you could win an amount of money if you named your child Turok. I mean, that's a dope name. Number one, that's fucking cool. This is my four-year-old Turok. Just put it on the birth certificate. Don't make them go by it. Money that making, doing ass. deals. Always be closing. Always Out be closing. Only $10,000. That is not enough to name your child Turok. Or maybe yeah. it is. $90. Maybe it is. I don't know your circumstances. I'd way rather be named Turok than Ikea. God. I mean, but okay. So it's not like she... Yeah, I'm a dinosaur hunter. She saw a TV advert for it while she was pregnant. And then was like, oh, that's a nice name. Do you think that's the first time she had ever heard of IKEA? Yes. That's Maybe back insane. then. Oh, back in those days. Back, back in, in those days. 2001. Who knows how popular IKEA was? A 19-year-old is born after 2000. Just for some context there. Mm, I don't like that. Mm. Don't know about that. I, like, it sounds like you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. But I'm, yeah, I don't want to correct probably, you. Yeah. I think a 19-year-old was born in 1990, is my understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But Jasmine, who has only visited IKEA once, has to put up with years of a, has to put up with years of a decade of teasing. Mm. Why do they legally... specify how many times she's been to IKEA? <laughs> <laughs> just to you know, contextualise it. Uh, before she legally just got, She just went once, and it was a nightmare. You know. It can be very stressful yeah, there if you go to a busy in time. There. <laughs> <laughs> they technically own her. <laughs> Uh, Jasmine said, quote, I used to get called Flatpak quite a lot at primary school. The bullying really shocked me because young children don't know about IKEA. Yes, they do. They do. They've seen 500 Days of Summer. For the record... Uh, they get an ice cream at the end. They're fucking remembering going to IKEA. Get a little a dollar hot dog. Get that dollar hot dog. Oh, if you're not getting that dollar hot dog on your way out, mm. you a damn fool. My kids dollar hot dog IKEA. and free childcare. You're yeah. saving money by being there. You're My- making money. <laughs> My kids I, I love actually IKEA. looked up how long you can actually put your child in there. Yeah. See if it can kind of like maximize rotating. <laughs> yeah, put put a mustache on your child, whatever. Like, oh, they're back for. Well, now there are two IKEAs in Brisbane. You could 
alternate between oh. the the Logan one and the Forest Forest Lake. Oh. Yeah, where did first, like take an extremely long r- lunch break. Yeah, the, I mean it's it's an hour and a bit drive between the two, but you know whatever you got to do. The first British IKEA was opened in Warrington, Cheshire, in October 1987. Yeah, so wow. it's been around for a little while by then. Kids have so fucking heard about of IKEA. Thirteen years ago. Yeah. Quote, I legally changed my name when I was in secondary school. It's only legally that I get called Jasmine. My family still call me Ikea, or Kia for short. Kia's nice. It sounds like it's not a real problem. Yeah. Just stick with Kia. Jasmine, an NHS admin assistant, thank you for your service, hmm. uh, said her mum agreed to the name change despite the family enjoying perks from Ikea after her birth. Oh. Huh? She said, quote, when I was younger, my mum got a letter from Ikea that basically said we could get furniture and toys free of charge. Oh. Keep the fucking name. Yeah. Yeah, keep it. You get some furniture that will fall apart in six months. I got Excuse a few toys. Excuse me. It's not mm-hmm. that bad. That's what Ikea bad. furniture do you have that's fallen apart in six months? They have two categories of product. They have the stuff that costs under $100, which is dog shit, and then everything yep. else costs $5,000 and is fine. That's a mis- misrepresentation. Of I think I Ikea's little, fine. Yeah, I got a little chair. You're going to spill one drink on that chair and on. it's going to explode so hard it will blow the fucking roof off yeah. your house. No, got Ikea so- helped me bond with my son. We've got so many <laughs> Calax bookshelves. I like brands now. Oh. You you know when it's like curbside <laughs> collection and there are like 1,000 lap so many. coffee tables out on the, the, the curbside and then it rains one time and then all of yeah. them are just spheres yeah, of exploded expand. chipboard yeah. and MDF? Awful. It's dog shit. It's Did a sturdy table. It's go a to your local table. tip shop, spend the same amount of money, get an older piece of furniture that's made out of actual goddamn wood and wasn't shipped over here from fucking hmm. Sweden. You dogs. Go to the nice end of town and start start testing front doors. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, you find a parked if- car... You bring a coat hanger with you, you use it to jimmy the little thing for opening the bonnet of the car, you take the car battery out, you sell the car batteries on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> and then you buy whatever furniture you want yeah. from, you know, your freedoms or just your chuck it on there, Or just domains. chuck the battery on there looking to trade for, you know, the couch bookshelf. you want. I have seven used car batteries that I would like an <laughs> L-shaped sofa. Yeah, I keep, buying, now, if, keep if, buying the wrong size car battery. If you can't get anything for the car batteries, remember, you can get rid of them by throwing them into the ocean. Directly into the yes, sea, that's right. It's very true. Do you guys Aim know that um, IKEA is an acronym? It stands for... No, it's not. Uh, it's simply not true. I... It, it stands for Ingvar Kamprad Elmtarid Agunnard. That's and fucking amazing, dog. What does that mean? Well, IK is the initials of the furniture company's founder, Ingvar Kamprad. The yep. EA represents his childhood. Elmtarid is the name of the farm on which he grew up. And Agunarid is the name of his village. They made that up. They, they Wasn't that pre- nice? They made it up. Yeah, that's a backronym. Made it up in post. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like LCM. Poor. It means nothing. <laughs> like paid yeah. $250,000 to get that child's name on the records. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would keep my name as IKEA and get free furniture for sure, free Same. hot dogs, free um. They got dime bars in there. That shit rocks. I fucking you love get, dime you bars. You can prepare those meatballs at home. You don't even have to go there. You can have the delicious taste of Swedish horse at the comfort of your own living room. <laughs> yeah, it probably doesn't cost like one dollar though. So I got some. Uh, yeah. I got some sachets of the of their gravy. It's a good gravy. Oh. oh, delicious, delicious. 
Jasmine is now using the middle name chosen by her dad while keeping Ikea as her middle name. It's confusing. Uh, Just get stayed- rid of it if you don't fucking like it. God. Jasmine Ikea. Yeah. Uh, she stayed loyal to the store by furnishing her flat with a branded six-drawer commode. Does commode mean not what I thought? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Am yeah. I stupid? I, this might be one of the few things where <laughs> we've we've selected the American English version uh, of that word while the Brits are saying something else there, I think. You got six holes to shit in on that bad boy. <laughs> I got one of them six drawer commodes. <laughs> oh boy. Oh the other the other five are full. Do not open them. <laughs> Just sloshing around. Use the top right. Fill it up by a new one. They're only 20 bucks. 17 if you've got the IKEA family discount card. Uh, she's also considering buying a built in wardrobe from the store. That's a big fucking purchase. It's a big a built purchase. in? Yeah. Built you gotta install that shit. Fuck. Where are you staying? You have your own house? You're 19. Mm. Fuck off. Jasmine. From, can I just say it yes. fucking rocks that somebody wrote this in like a newspaper about a lady considering buying something from Ikea. Yeah. They're like, yeah. how many times have you been to Ikea? What do you own? Yeah. Would you like to own something else from there? Oh, you've, you've been once and you own one thing, but you're thinking about buying another one thing? Better put I all have, that in the article. I have mm. a little twist at the end of this story that's going to make the fact that this was written uh, even more interesting for you. Uh, Jasmine from Norwich said she is keen to visit her local Ikea on a sentimental trip. I went to Ikea when I was one or two, but as an adult, I've never been. I really want to go. Her name was changed when she was 12 in 2014. Fuck. This is eight years ago. Whales yeah. Online, you what have betrayed you me for about? the last time. So they, just, they met a girl whose name used to be Ikea. I, and they're like, this will be great for the... What was this in? What was the this Whales in? Online. Whales. The Whales yeah, Online. online. Yeah. This will be great for my job at the Whales Online. Yeah, they'll send it out in little beeps and bloops. Hmm. Because whales do little so- sonar. Yeah, I, think, I think so. Sing a little, sing a little song. That was you know, beautiful. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm going to say they probably saw this uh, on on the Instagram or on a TikTok because that's where most of their stories come from these days because of how society is because uh, of the media. Yeah, that mm. is so true. All those ticky talkies. Yeah. And that's a podcast. That's a fucking episode of a podcast. Now, this um, this was in lieu of us doing an actual live show in the real world. Mm. This was in Which lieu would have of been a good way show. Better than this. Yeah, this is yeah. what you got instead of coming to Brisbane and seeing dances. a bunch of people that you knew from the internet uh, and, and probably would have had a great time hanging out with. Just like I'm sweatily yeah. stammering. Yeah, had some yeah. awkward interactions Too drunk. with the other three because I would have just stayed behind the bar pouring drinks so I didn't have to talk to anyone because that's easier. They would have talked uh, to you more, though. Yeah. I would have been like, i got to go polish that glass. Like, hey, bro. Are you Ben? Me? No. No, 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 no. no. I don't work here. I work no, here. No, I sound not, like Ben. I'm not on the podcast. I'm a, hmm. I'm a different guy. I remember you know, I there was go. like six people listening to the podcast, and we went to the Milton Markets, and a guy was like, hey, bro, are you Ben? <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm here too, as well. Yeah, well, I cut a very distinctive <laughs> figure. You do. That's Shout true. out to a friend of the show, Chris, who spotted me down at Domino's. And said hi. You're oh, physically nice. in a domino store. That's perverted. Yeah. Well, it's cheaper if you pick it up. It is. So close. I Not when you get the deals. Not well, when um, you get the deals. I did. Well, I did. Look. But you one. get better deals if you do pick up because it saves untrue, them money. Untrue. Delivering deals. Okay. Why look, are you, what is look, going on? Why look, are you so hard look. on your grind set at the moment? You have been talking about deals. <laughs> Out of the deal. <laughs> Act of Listen. the deal. That's right. Look, I have the Domino's Offers app on my phone. 
I that's get not where you want to go. You want to go to Frugal Feeds. You want to go to Oz Coupon. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this going to be the shit where it's like... Is this fucking podcast? Is this going to be the kind of stuff where it's like, um, instead of ordering a Hawaiian, get a ham and cheese and add the Hawaiian as an extra and it'll be $3 cheaper? Is it going to be that kind of thing? If you ring them up and tell them that you're deathly allergic to several ingredients, uh, they'll do the modifications for free. It's true. Uh, but anyway, I was uh, I was picking up a whole bunch of like plain cheese pizzas for small children who were over at our place. Right. And uh, Chris was there and he spotted me, mask on and everything. And he said, hey, I'm a friend of the show. And I went, <gasps> Wow. Gotta love an interaction, you know? Hey, Chris. Thanks. That's right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Appreciate that. Well, and now you have to do that everyone. part where we wrap up the episode. Thanks, whoever has been watching the stream. That's right. All um, 200 and something of you. I have been uh, uh, asked, tasked even, by a uh, mm-hmm. friend of the show, George, George of the show, George, um, to canvas if anyone would maybe like a, a, a Nature Corner tea towel using George's Nature Corner design. Ooh. Uh, because that I can is maybe, say I'd like that. Fuck. I would like that. Hmm. If you would like that, please write into mailbag at com with the words tea towel for George from George. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let us know what out. you think. Yeah, that'd be great. We'll sort something out. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We will do the live show in person uh, because the, you One know day. there probably won't be another outbreak of a new variant after this one. So we're probably sort of done after, with good. after the omi's done. done. We should probably just lock it straight in now. Yeah, we may as well just book it in for we two months' time. More non-refundable flights. Yeah, and we should do you a know? multi-city tour. Oh, yeah, Brisbane. Hobart, yeah. Melbourne, Let's quit Perth, our jobs. Adelaide, Cairns, Bundaberg, Gympie, Bly Bly, Nambour, Darwin, Rockhampton. And that will probably have us covered. That'll, that'll have it covered. Yeah. Auckland, Wellington. Hold on. Hmm. Hold on. Well, that's um, it, everybody. We love yeah. you. Also, I'm gonna. If you want to stick around on the stream, maybe go Ooh. eat some dinner, have a little sit down. I'm going to be playing uh, some some records. I have uh, uh, managed to get the some some DJ decks into my living room. Um, oh, you're actually I'm, doing that? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> managed to get them up there. It was quite a struggle. Uh, thanks, Maddie. Uh, we're going to be playing records for a couple of hours um, and hanging out. I'm going to get pretty drunk and do that. So if you want to nice. come listen to some music, uh, I'm going to tune in. Yeah, do it. Hang out. Hang I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna get in the chat. I'm gonna have another wine. And I'm gonna oh, get yeah. in the chat. Yeah, fuck talking. yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna take a little twenty minute break because I didn't finish doing all the things I need to do to get set up. But then I'll I'll kick that off, uh, and that'll be that'll be fun. Um, thank you for not being angry at us for canceling the live show. We appreciate it. Mwah. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Mwah. Kiss, kiss. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. We're gonna sway gently to the outro. And we are out. All right. We are out. Good job, everybody. Hey, we did it. Good stuff. We did it. 
I went to the all cast the... is still recording. Just yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Can they can they hear us in there? No. Can they? I don't want to settle those sons. Filthy little worms. <laughs> <laughs>